Hello, this is Carl Mailer from the Let's Talk Sports podcast. Are you one of the many people like me who love to voice their opinions? Then, well, the Anchor app is for you. Me, myself, I love using the Anchor app because I love voicing my opinion about everything sports. If you would like to get started on your own podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash start to make your own podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Let's Talk Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Miller, the voice of podcasting, and this is where we talk all things sports. Ladies and gentlemen, this coming up Saturday, August 24th at 7 p.m. on the ESPN channel, college football is officially back for a brand new season as the Miami Hurricanes take on the number 8th ranked Florida Gators. Now, for me personally, and I know for many other uh, football fans out there, sports fans out there, uh, college football is probably the best time of the year uh, until the NFL kicks off um, the regular season for the NFL. Uh, college football has so much craziness, so much madness. It can't you can't un you can't fathom what is going to happen this year. I, I'm looking forward to all the crazy upsets, uh, just all the crazy finishes in the games. Uh, last year was probably. Uh, as far as I can recall, between LSU and uh, Texas A&M, that seven overtime uh, just craziness. And it's going to continue this year with a bunch of craziness for college football. I'm excited. I can't wait. This coming Saturday, once again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at 7 p.m. on the ESPN channel, the Miami Hurricanes take on the number 8th ranked Florida Gators. Also in the college football world, uh, the University of Texas and the whole college football nation lost a former NFL running back and college running back, like I just mentioned, from the University of Texas, uh, Cedric Benson, who played on the Chicago Bears uh, Super Bowl team from the 2006 season. He died in a motorcycle crash uh, this past Saturday. Uh, I, I forgot what time it was. I, I saw that TMZ had uh, TMZ had sent out some photos of other bystanders, other uh, people that were out on the uh, bypass, interstate, whatever highway, uh, trying to get to the aid of of Cedric Benson, who was pronounced dead. Him and his girlfriend were pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, it's a very heartbreaking uh, situation for for college football, even for you know the pro athletes that are in the NFL. Uh, I, it, it's a connection. It's a bond uh, with uh, with football athletes. It really with um, really with any athlete. Uh, when you have an uh, an athlete from your your sport that passes away, it's a con- it's a bond. It, it's a bond by the sport. It's a bond of of friendship. Even if they the people didn't know each other, uh, the social media nowadays uh, guys are taking the social media to uh, to express their gratitude and their and their condolences to the families and even to the the players. And it's heartbreaking. I I never personally I don't personally remember Cedric Benson uh, playing for the University of Texas. And and like I mentioned, and when people ask me, what got you to start liking Texas Longhorn football? It really it all started uh, after I had moved out to Arizona 
when my father was still in the military back in 2006, we had moved out to Arizona and it it was just something that dawned on me. I I started watching, uh, this is probably really when I really fully got into, uh, watching college football was when I moved out to, uh, it was when I moved out to Arizona. I can remember when Texas had the greats of, you know, Brian Arakpo, uh, Colt McCoy, uh, Shipley, all those guys, uh, Vince Young. Vince Young is really what uh, I remember about it. And so for Cedric Benson, I, I don't really remember much about him, even when he uh, went into the NFL. I don't really remember much about him. Uh, but it's so heart heartfelt to see uh, such a sad situation, just traveling on a motorcycle. Uh, don't know if if the, if high speed was in, uh, was a factor into this crash. I don't know if he just lost control of the motorcycle. That's why motorcycles are a dangerous thing. And for me personally, I want to get a motorcycle. Um, but it's stuff like that that is uh, scary to hear, and it's stuff that stuff like that that makes you uh, kind of anxious as far as wanting to get uh, behind a vehicle like that. But my condolences out to the Benson family who uh, uh, lost a. Now, who who lost a, a family member over this past uh, Saturday in a uh, motorcycle accident. Um, on to the NFL. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to this whole Antonio Brown uh, saga that has happened. Um, first off, Antonio Brown, uh, if anyone remembers, he arrived in training uh, and he arrived to training camp in a hot air balloon, which I have never heard of, I've never seen before, and then Antonio Brown has a case of a frostbitten foot and he shows it. And I was actually uh, fortunate enough to watch the very first episode of this brand new season of hard knocks. And uh, I guess on the second episode, they showed a preview clip and he was showing the camera crew uh, what his foot looked like. And it just looked gross. And I, and I really hope I can catch the second episode uh, on YouTube or HBO or whatever. But the whole Antonio Brown saga with this, this whole helmet situation, like, I, I, I kind of get it from a certain standpoint. You want to have a specific helmet that fits you, that makes you feel comfortable, that makes you feel like you can just go 110% every single time. But I, you also got to understand, and I, not like I would know this, but you got to understand that uh, the NFL, the association, the player association, the NFL committee, that all the higher ups are trying to do its best to protect the players that are currently playing, the players that are going to play in, in in the future. It's all about uh, uh, avoiding the risk of injury. Because if it was me, if I was an NFL athlete, I would want to have hopefully have a successful long career and not a short lived career because. The whole helmet issue, it, it can be a big thing. It can lead to other things. And obviously you see uh, what uh, former uh, NFL Network analyst Mike Mayock had to say. He said that Antonio, because he's now the GM, if anyone ha- has been paying attention, he's now the GM of the Oakland Raiders. He says Antonio Brown either has to be all in or he has to be all out because we we didn't trade for him just for him to start acting like this. That's basically what it boiled down to from his comments. And John Gruden said it's it's kind of getting annoying. And if I was a head coach or GM, owner, whatever the case may be of an NFL team, and I had a player that was complaining over a helmet, 
I, I would get kind of tired of it too, just because Antonio Brown will go down uh, as as one of the best NFL receivers of all time. Uh, he's obviously on Hall of Fame bound one day, whenever that time may come. But you, I, I hope Antonio Brown has to understand the the concussions that the NFL has suffered over the last numerous seasons is an issue. And you see a lot of guys who retire at a young age because of concussion-related issues. And, and concussions do a lot to your brain. They, they damage your brain. And the way medical treatments have come, now, uh, have come in advance now, uh, there, there's ways to avoid it. But I don't know if Antonio Brown, if I'm Antonio Brown, like, dude, just just play with the helmet that the NFL is is certifying players to wear. And and now you see all these players that are trying new helmets, uh, I guess trying to play at a comfortable level, so to speak. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's crazy because here's the thing. Antonio Brown went from an NFC North division into an, an NFC AFC West, uh, I'm sorry, AFC North. And he goes from, he's still in the same conference, obviously, but he goes from an AFC North division that uh, by far is now a three team race between Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cleveland. I'm not going to count in Cincinnati. Cincinnati's still in a rebuilding mode. Um, but now you go from the AFC North to the AFC West, that is basically a three team race with Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City, Denver. Uh, you can, I guess, you may consider Denver in, and the La, the Los Angeles Chargers. So Antonio Brown, I still don't think this, the the Raiders are going to really do much this year. Um, I I think Oakland is at best a seven to eight win team, even with the addition of Antonio Brown. Uh, you still have to have valuable pieces on that defense. And I, and I still think losing Khalil Mack last year in that trade with Chicago, it's still going to haunt Oakland because, let's face it, Khalil Mack was probably the best part of that defense, even with, with what Oakland added in the draft on, on in the first round. Uh, it's still it's still a tough situation for Oakland, and I, and I don't know, and I really I just don't understand what. What Antonio Brown's com- complain about? Just put on your put on a helmet, go to practices, show up for the games, compete, and try to win. That's all you can really say. Um, I don't know if you guys saw uh, this was a report the other day on ESPN, but s- supposedly there was a person out there that bought Barack Obama's high school basketball jersey for a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Can you guys believe that? $120,000 because it is believed that Barack Obama wore the number 23 in high school during his high school basketball days. And for somebody, and I'm not a businessman and I'm not one of those guys and I don't it's not like I would know what to do in that situation, but for somebody to buy Barack Obama's jersey for $120,000, you got to be crazy to spend that type of money on a high school jersey. I barely even buy me any jerseys to wear during the season. I barely buy me any sports jerseys. Not because the price, the price doesn't really, I, I don't care about the price, but I would never spend $120,000 on anything like that sports related. That, that is crazy. 
Because it, honestly, it, it, realistically, what this guy's probably going to end up doing, he's probably going to end up uh, selling that jersey on eBay or something for uh, almost the same amount of price and making that profit just back. Again, like I said, not like I'm a businessman, not like I know what I'm talking about, but for somebody to buy his jersey, Barack Obama's supposedly number 23 high school basketball jersey, at a price of 120000 That is the craziest thing. And, and here, here's another thing. People that buy or, or place bets on, on these athletes is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And it, it really is. Because I saw when uh, when Tiger Woods was playing in the Masters, uh, I believe someone bet it like $85,000 or, or something high of that number. Uh, someone placed a bet. Uh, um, for Tiger Woods to win the Masters. And Tiger Woods obviously didn't uh, end up winning the Masters. But when I see these people that that risk a lot of money, or oh, it might have not even been the Masters. I think what it was, was someone wanted to uh, be Tiger Woods' caddy for one day, and they were willing to pay like $85,000. That is the craziest thing ever. I understand that when athletes, when one and when these once-in-a-lifetime athletes uh, in almost every sport come and go, and all the fans that follow the sport get can get hooked on to that athlete. I understand you want to you you hope for the best for the athlete. You you hope he succeeds in every in every aspect of life. But as a fan myself of of the sports uh, of almost every sport that there is. I would never risk my money to to do that. Just to even get near, uh, just to even get near one of my favorite athletes would be a, a dream of mine, a bucket list of mine. But I, I would never risk money like that just to just to be near him because the the likelihood of you getting near a professional athlete like that it is downright. That's crazy. Um, and it's so funny when I see people place these bets, uh, when I see these things on ESPN, when I when I read about them, the things that people are willing to do, it, it's just downright crazy. The, and it shows you the world that we live in today is just, it's just crazy all around. Um, but it is what it is. It, it, it's something that you cannot fathom. It's something that's going to probably continue years and years down the road. And it's just going to get even crazier just because of how social media is and how all these things just break out. Um, And, and for you guys as well, uh, in case you guys did not know, uh, for anyone that, that doesn't know, like I said, I am a FPC contributor, writer contributor for the FPC Dolphins. And if for anyone that does not know what FPC is, it means full press coverage. It's a basically a news uh, news page that covers a lot of sports uh, from different different genres of sports. Um, and, and I just wanted to give a shout out to my my friend Kayla Morton that I met uh, during my time that I was on campus at East Carolina University. Uh, I just want to say that I, I'm very thankful for the opportunity to do something, and I've mentioned this to her before, uh, something that I'm really not big on, something that isn't my strong suit, and that's writing. I, I'm not the biggest 
uh, I'm not the best when it comes to writing an article. I'm not the best when it comes to writing a a story. Uh, that's something that I, I, I'm not going to say that I dislike doing, but that's just something that I'm not. Uh, I don't get. I'm not comfortable with. But um, you guys, it, that as this has honestly probably been one of the uh, biggest things going for me. Uh, obviously, I have my podcast that that I have going, and like I've mentioned to you guys before, uh, I'm not going to bring an episode every day uh, just because of my work schedule uh, with my job. It keeps me busy. But this uh, this writing opportunity uh, to contribute. And even though it's for the Dolphins, and even though I'm not a Dolphins fan, and everyone that knows me knows that I'm a Washington Redskins fan, um, it's still a great opportunity to get your name out there. It's a great opportunity for me to get my name out there. And I I have such a good friend uh, that gave me this opportunity, and, and it's something that I will honestly, I would cherish forever because if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for you, Kayla, I probably wouldn't get the opportunity that I'm able to get. And like I tweeted out the other day when I was working on this uh, preseason, uh, not the preseason, the the Miami Dolphins regular season prediction article that I was working on, uh, I tweeted that this is probably the most fun I've had uh, doing an article just because you get to throw in your own score. You get to throw in what you think could happen. And uh, for anybody that isn't, uh, for anybody that has not been paying attention to the projected wins for the NFL teams. Uh, a lot of uh, people, a lot of, uh, a lot of our, um, a lot of other, uh, sports, uh, sports, uh, articles or whatever. A lot of journalists, analysts are giving the Miami Dolphins a three win season. I, in my, uh, in my regular season pre- uh, prediction article, I'm not going to say what I, ended up giving Miami, but let's just say that uh, it's different. I'm not going to say that this article that I wrote was the best. Um, I, I It took me a while to write it, and, and this is honestly, my high school senior project was a lot when I had to write that, and this is probably the second, third, maybe even fourth biggest paper I've ever written as far as when it comes to writing, because like I've mentioned, Writing is not really one of my strong suits, but I'm going to keep mentioning it. Uh, I'm just very grateful for this opportunity. And if you guys haven't checked out um, any of my articles, I have I have now written three articles. Uh, the third one has yet to be published, but you guys go on the FPC page. Uh, it's fullpresscoverage.com and find the uh, FPC page for the Miami Dolphins. And you should find my articles. Uh with my with my name on there and my Twitter handle, which is uh, C three Mailer, for my uh, my official Twitter feed, um, and also if you guys can uh, also check out my podcast, uh, I post my podcast on both my my podcast Twitter feed and my official Twitter feed. Uh, anytime I I do have the chance to post a uh, an episode of the latest uh, sports update, but like I said, again, I'm very thankful for the opportunity that my friend from college uh, has given me with this uh, or uh, with this organization, the full press coverage organization. I, I, I guess I can call it an organization. Uh, it's been very fun. It's been very 
I, I guess you could say also challenging because you get to uh, you got to put a lot of thought into the articles. You got to do a lot of research. And and honestly, what's more fun? What's more funner than looking up nothing just that that has to do with sports? That's honestly the funnest thing to do. Sorry about that, but um, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. The NFL season is almost back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the f- official uh, regular season kicks off on the 5th uh, Thursday night between the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. I'm looking honestly forward to that. I- I'm just ready for the NFL season to be back. I can't wait till college football kicks off this Saturday. Uh, baseball season is almost wrapping up. Well, they still got uh, about another month and a half of uh, regular season play before before the uh, playoffs start. I'm looking forward to that. My Atlanta Braves are in first place. They're 13 games over 500. Uh, they got to maintain that pace. Uh, if anyone doesn't follow baseball, and I know there's a lot of people that say baseball is a boring sport just because of how long it is, and it, it's just you know guys throwing a ball to a catcher, guys hitting the ball, whatever. But um, my Atlanta Braves, the 13 games over 500. Uh, we added some good pieces over the, uh, before the trade deadline. And we just claimed, uh, Billy Hamilton off of waivers, uh, the other day from the Kansas City Royals, who previously had started his career with the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, so I want to thank you guys for tuning in today to the Let's Talk Sports podcast. I'm sorry that I didn't really talk about that much today. It was just kind of a collaboration, I guess you could say which has kind of been the norm for me the last couple of episodes I have uh, published. And I know that you may not, some of it came out really fast. I'm just, I'm so excited for college football to be back. I cannot wait until this season kicks off this coming Saturday. I really want to try to get to, and before I go, I really want to try to get to, uh, I really want to try to get to a college football game this year. Uh, my dad was uh, talking to me a couple weeks ago about possibly going up there with uh, with him and and my granddad up to Pennsylvania to see a Penn State game. Now that would honestly be a bucket list because I'm also a Penn State fan. Uh, that would honestly be a bucket list of mine to go up there and see uh, Penn, uh, the Penn State Nittany Lions play at Death Valley. That would honestly be a bucket list and also another bucket list that I'm going to do. I just don't know when that would ever happen, but I'm going to do so. I'm going to go out to Austin and see a Texas Longhorn football game at at at, at the Longhorn uh, home stadium. I am going to see a football game in Texas for the Texas Longhorns. I That is something that I am going to just really push for. But I'm honestly for this year. Uh, I'm hoping to get to. I'm hoping to get to a college football game. I'm hoping to get to an NFL game, and I'm hoping to make my very first NBA game. That that is another uh, bucket list of mine. I'm, I'm hoping to get is an NBA game. I've never been to one. I wish I could have gone out to one when I was out living in Arizona. But I'm really hoping to get to an NBA game. Uh, a, a lot of things I want to do this year. Uh, I, I just honestly, I can't wait for it to start back up. Oh, and on, on, on another news before I go, I, I believe this uh, happened last night. Uh, Ty Lu is now joining the staff for the Los Angeles Clippers after a report of him shooting down the the Lakers 
uh, coaching staff position. He is joining Doc Rivers with the Los Angeles Clippers and the New Look Clippers with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Uh, that's all we have time for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another latest edition of the Let's Talk Sports podcast. As always, I am your host, Carl Mailer, the voice of podcasting, and this is where we talk all things sports. <laughs>